A few weeks ago on my broadcasters podcast, I talked about Charter Communications as a cable company. They're seeking the FCC's blessing to charge video streamers because they're trying to get a little piece of what the video streamers are doing. And as the FCC ruling goes, then things can really change for cable companies to play with the over-the-top networks, all these Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Primes of the world. So the idea is the online video market is flourishing, and there's no reason for it to hold back from negotiating interconnection agreements with some of the world's largest companies. So Charter Communications, in this SEC ruling, they want permission to begin charging Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus, and other streamers for the pleasure of officially carrying its traffic from the Internet. So in a petition last week, According to the stories of the FCC, um, the nation's second largest provider of cable, TV, and internet cited the flourishing online video marketplace and asked for a sunset of two notable conditions imposed on Charter's 2016 merger with Time Warner Cable and Bright House Networks, which is mostly for the Midwest, or to be the Northeast of the country. So, when FCC was going on and Obama was president, they were crafting net neutrality rules, and one of the more controversial discussions were pertaining to interconnection agreements, also called peering. So services like Netflix tend to be a data hog, and ISPs argued, internet service providers argued it was reasonable to negotiate commercial arrangements with content providers to ensure infrastructure accommodated high volumes of traffic. But the NCC didn't ban interconnection agreements, and in any event, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai, he went ahead and repealed net neutrality. But thanks to the merger conditions, Charter hasn't been able to charge interconnection fees to streamers. So Charter actually swore off doing so. But Netflix came around to support the merger, while Department of Justice pointed to the interconnection connection condition as relieving its significant concerns that Charter could become a gatekeeper for internet-based services. So again, if the cable companies can't make money off the content like they normally do, and they are not able to go ahead and hold on to the people on the cable boxes because they're cutting the cord, then they don't lose the customers because then they're going to have to, the cable companies are, are going to be then internet service providers because they're all offering internet services. So then they're just going to worry about, they're going to let the cable go by the side. They're going to continue to make money on the Netflix, Disney Pluses of the world, and then those services are going to have to charge more money to cover the costs just like cable was, right? Because there are service fees and carriage, carriage fees for every cable network. So like ESPN or Fox or whatever, there are fees that are put on to the price, which makes the cable bill so go so high. So with this right here, because of the Internet and because of the fact that all these streamers rely on these Internet service providers for the Internet they're using to take up the bandwidth that is sucking up all this video coverage they're doing, well, they're going to make Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and others flip the bill on them and that's what's going on here this is what's scary but again chargers not a fed to go and make extra money the cable companies if they're losing money on cable cutting they're going to find other ways to make money that's the point now moving on to the story um Despite reported interconnection agreements between Netflix and other ISPs, including Comcast, Verizon, and AT&T, and streamers and others like Google's YouTube now enjoy alternative ways to get the consumers beyond last-mile broadband connections. So, in pushing for the FCC to recognize the public benefit of explicitly allowing interconnection agreements by any conditions on May 18th, 2021. So, the rule might actually happen. You can actually also see the 
full petition. I'll actually put that into the story so you can take a look at it for yourself. Um, they're also looking to make a condition to impose data caps. So right now, SEC is taking public comment, and they're going to rule for it very soon. We'll keep an eye on it. Well, here's what they're also doing. Now they're charging up to $197 a year to cable bills because then they have a broadcast TV fee for carrying the broadcast networks, which is why the Amazon Primes of the world and others are looking at local live programming to be carried on digital streamers along with your on-demand programming to further take people away from going. So again, the dreaded cable box, you can't get away from it. So now... Charter Communications is raising their broadcast TV fee, which was already $13.50 a month to $16.45 a month. This fee covers the amount it pays to broadcast TV stations, affiliates of CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox for the rights to carry their channels. But for consumers, it's essentially a hidden fee because charters advertise TV prices don't include it. But again, the live and local doesn't even have to be going through the Internet because a lot of the people that have already cut cord, they're already watching on a digital antenna. So they don't need to go through these people for that. But again, the cable companies don't want to go ahead and lose the customer's money without a fight. They're going to find some way to keep a, a stranglehold on, even if that means they're going to go ahead and basically tax the streamers for the money they're got, getting from the people holding onto the cable box. Essentially, like the cable box is like, oh, you're going to cut me? and oh, I'm going to go and cut you down too. That's it. So no discount for lack of live sports, by the way. With the pandemic, cable companies are not discounting people. I mean, I mean my insurance company is cut down when I'm doing my regal subscription for unlimited movies because the movies haven't been open. They haven't charged me extra. They, they've waived my fee. They've forgiven it for four months. That's great. Plus, like I said, State Farm, my insurance company, they just cut half my bill. You know, and other people are doing the same thing. But cable? Oh, no, no, no. You're watching at home. You're, you're watching. You're watching. So we don't going to do that. So cable customers haven't gotten discounts for sports channels, even though major sports leagues suspended play over the last few months. So whether customers get refunds will depend on negotiations of only cable companies, sport leagues, sports leagues, and broadcasters. So there's no money. People are still paying for cable unless they cut it. And I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be surprised that other people are already trying to go and cut cable as the pandemic has happened because they're going to watch no sports. They're going to watch people on zoom cameras all day long. They're not going to watch that. You know, they're not going to watch like, you know, previously run programming, old programming. No, they're going to watch something new. They're going to probably find a better reason to cut the cord now more than ever. That's what's happening. And that's all the thing I'm going to talk about that. So again, the broadcast TV charge is a way for charter to charge more per month for its basic service without having to advertise the actual higher price. Again, it's hidden costs. Cell phones do the same thing. So do others. Pretty shitty way to do that, if you ask me. Anyway, when I'm not podcasting, thanks for watching, and thanks for listening in. Remember, subscribe, share, like, and also rate and review my podcast. You can also find the audio version of this wherever you find your podcasts. And I'll talk to you next time.